This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Well, let's bring in Steve Logan, uh, my friend, former East Carolina coach. He was an assistant, let's see, uh, in a lot of places, Boston College in Tampa. We're going to talk head coaching, and if we have time, we'll talk about Bryce Young. Uh, how are you, Coach? I'm doing well. We've had a Teutonic shift in the uh, coaching world, haven't we? Holy cow! Uh, answer the phone. There are there are opportunities out there uh, for you. Let's <laughs> let's start no, with <laughs> all, all the old, all the old guys are getting killed, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it's uh, set. Uh, Bill Belichick will turn seventy two in April. All three right. all three guys are yeah. seventy two. Carol seventy two. Uh, I'm not sure who looks better uh, at their age, Pete Carroll or you. You look amazing. Well, I work at it, but, uh, you know, the those numbers begin to bother people. And, uh, you know, I, I watched uh, Mac Brown over at uh, mm-hmm. Chapel Hill this year. Every, every press conference began with, you know, people wanting to know how old he was. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it just – it's kind of sad in a way because I, I really was shocked with the Pete Carroll thing. Um, I wasn't, you know, we all saw the Belichick thing. I think everybody there needed a breath of fresh air. Um, I did. Uh, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all, but I have a, a very close coaching friend that spent seven years at Alabama. Right. And uh, he, he told me a month ago, he said he was rock sure that uh, Saban was going to hang it up this year. And, uh, you know, that that was just his feeling. He just said he felt there was something different. And right. uh, so when that happened, it didn't surprise me. But uh, it is. It's a Teutonic shift that, uh, you know, a whole generation of, you know, three of the best that ever did it. And uh, I don't know, certainly, certainly Belichick's will never, <laughs> ever be uh, duplicated. You, nobody's going to win six uh, Super Bowls, I don't think. Okay, the 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 eight two of them I guess were as an assistant with the uh with the Giants. He's an eight time right. Super Bowl champion, two of them. So right. Robert Kraft was right. I don't know why I guess Brady is what whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. Um doesn't matter. Let, so you spent a couple of years in uh in Boston. Um how how you know, what was your ability uh to at least observe uh the way Belichick went about his business? Well, Adam, I think I've told you when I left East Carolina and went to NFL Europe, um, I was with uh, the Berlin Thunder and the Thunder, uh, you know, this whole thing was run by the NFL. Right. And uh, this was serious business. So uh, the backup quarterback to Tom Brady at the time was Rohan Davey. Mm -hmm. And Bill Belichick had decided he wanted me and my head coach, Rick Lance, um, to handle Rohan in NFL Europe. So we went to the Patriots for a week. And so I was in the building and got a chance to, you know, sample the culture, so to speak. And uh, it was it was really what you expect. I mean, out at practice, Belichick's not out there running around and berating people <laughs> and, you know, the things that you might suspect. There was never any of that. It was just truly what his mantra was, was get your job done. And if you were an assistant coach working for the Patriots and you were getting your job done, it was a great place to work. 
because he would never bother you. Right. Now, if, if you weren't getting your job done, you wouldn't be there very long as a player or coach. So that's a fair, that's a fair place to work. And I was attracted to it. And, uh, but you know, the point I'm making is, is that, uh, I, I think the caricature of coach Belichick and what the way that it really was inside the building are a little bit, uh, skewed. Um, he was just all business all the time and mm -hmm. that's okay. And it's certainly okay so that if you're an employee and you come to work and you know what it's going to be like every day as opposed to coming to work for somebody that has a up-and-down personality and you don't know what you're going to get to work every day, that's disconcerting. And I've been in those situations. You know, I hated that. Right. And so, uh, you know, I, I was attracted to, like I say, the whole time there and I had a wonderful experience with Rohan Davey, as a matter of fact, in the NFL Europe. But anyway, that's my association with New England. <laughs> um, as a uh, as a fellow coach, what do you think is the secret of what Nick Saban was able to accomplish, other than he had amazing players? Well, in my opinion, to be a great college coach, maybe a, a pro coach too, but certainly in college, you need to be an expert on one side of the ball and, a, and an expert and, and be able to keep that one side of the ball consistently great. And of course, Nick's deal is defense. Yeah. All right. So half of the equation is solved every year. And then of course at Alabama, this, this was the thing that, uh, that that was hard for me, let's say, at East Carolina or anybody that's not at one of the have programs. And by have, I mean they've got everything you need. You know, uh, Saban could go by his offensive coordinator. Well, look at the offensive coordinators that he got. <laughs> these these guys were top drawer, yeah. top drawer guys, one after the other after the other, and came in and did the job. And so, you know, that – type of idea really Adam Golden Studio with my man coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. It gives you a step up against your competition. And then on top of that, you know, if, if you are a good recruiter at a place where you've got a, you know, we used to talk about the sweater. What sweater are you wearing? <laughs> and I'll tell you what kind of recruiter you are. You know, and so, you know, you get to wear the Alabama sweater and, you know, 99% of the time you're going to get in that kid's living room. And so you got a chance. And so he, he, he was a great recruiter. Now, let me, let me qualify that too. At Alabama, you get to pick them. Right. Okay. So the recruiting matters, but there's, there's two aspects to recruiting. There's salesmanship and evaluation. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's contrast Mac Brown at Texas to Nick Saban at Alabama. 
Mac Brown was picking his players, and he picked them pretty right for a good long while, didn't he? Yes. And then all of a sudden he didn't. He was missing on his evaluations, mm-hmm. and it cost him his job. And so you go back to what you know. What is it about Saban? Well, obviously his evaluation ability, his his ability to evaluate the whole player, emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, character. I mean, anybody can time a forty yard dash. Anybody can measure a vertical jump, and anybody can watch a film. But there's a lot more to it than that you know what kind of kid is this is he going to transition how's he going to fit in the locker room all those things and again having talked to the 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 guy that's a close friend of mine that worked in that building for seven years under Saban Mm -hmm. that's he was that was a big part of it that locker room had a uh, structure to it Uh, you had leaders you had followers and uh, you didn't have very many in there that, that weren't pulling their weight or they were gone. And so, you know, I think that's the that's what it looks like to me when you want to talk about Nick Saban and Alabama. And there, there's other coaches that have done that, but, you know, they, they didn't win six national championships or whatever <laughs> he did or, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but that's, you know, Barry Switzer had that kind of thing going at he Oklahoma did. when I was growing up back in Oklahoma. You know, I mean – the offensive side of the ball, the wishbone was deadly, and that's what Barry knew. And then he went out and bought those defensive guys, and holy moly, you know. But Barry Switzer, when they got off the bus, that was an that was an NFL <laughs> football team that came off the bus, just as what Nick Saban has done the last ten, twelve years at Alabama. All right, two uh, two quick things. The first is uh, how how do you go about following that? Could you see? Could you put Steve Logan in the position of following Nick Saban? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean i i would I would not be that kind of guy to do that. Uh, there are other personalities that would be more equipped to walk in and try. I mean, let, let me qualify that. If you're going to follow Nick uh, Bill Belichick, now's the time to do it because of the the wheels had come right. off, so to speak. If you want to follow Nick Saban right now, you better be bulletproof and nationwide <laughs> walking in the front door now because that that's just going to be right. near, near impossible. So it's going to be really fascinating to watch those those two programs and see who's kind of, you know, got the guts to walk in there yeah. and take a hold of it because it, it's going to be different now. The microscope is going to be brutal. Yeah. Okay. Final thing for you, Steve Logan. We're not going to talk. We don't. We're not going to have time to talk about Bryce Young. We'll do that another time. We talk quarterbacks all the time. We talk quarterbacks. We talk tennis, and we talk. Uh, uh, you know, maybe you and I don't talk enough about red wine, but uh, maybe next time. <laughs> um, you coached under Raheem Morris uh, during your time with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, and he is on Carolina's list of assistant coaches to interview for their vacant head coaching position. Uh, what is it about Raheem Morris that might be a good fit for the Panthers, or what did you observe in Raheem Morris as a very young head coach at the time? Now it's got to be about ten years ago now uh, that you think might uh, might translate to the NFL now. Well, I'll tell you, Raheem got a really raw, raw deal at Tampa Bay. We were three and thirteen the first year, ten and six the next year. 
Mm. And then the very next year, we had just catastrophic injuries throughout our roster. And we all thought we were fine. We did a good job even the last year. We were competitive, although we were losing games. But it was it was obvious to anybody. Well, anyway, they let him go. And I would say this. I've worked for, I don't know, five, six, seven guys in my career. And Raheem Morris is at the top of the list. I loved working for Raheem, kind of what we were talking about. When you came into the building, you knew Raheem was a steady, rock-solid person really good defensive coach. I mean, really a great defensive coach. But I'll tell you the other thing he did that has to be done in the National Football League. Job number one for the head coach, handle the locker room. And he could and did do that extraordinarily well, I thought. And uh, I I just think if – Carolina needs everything right now. They do. <laughs> but they, they they need a real steady personality, and they need a strong personality on two fronts. The first front is the locker room and the roster. The second front is the owner. Yep. Okay? Somebody's going to have to, you know, that, <laughs> this is a good time to get the job at the Panthers because even David Tepper, who obviously is difficult, okay, <laughs> He is backed into a corner right now, particularly with his throwing the drink out the window thing. <laughs> he He's backed into a corner right now. So with the right agent and the right uh, cachet, you could go into the Panther program and say, okay, Dave, I'll take this job. You get over there and be quiet. <laughs> and you know what? Now's the time that David Tepper might get in the corner and be quiet for a while. Seriously. He's going to have so, to. He's good. That's my point. He really is going to have to. He was publicly shamed on this last stunt. He's had, I think, four coaches in three years. Yeah, so yeah. The ne- this, Six this if you count interims, in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, counting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so this guy coming in, whoever it is, with the right agent and the right contract built into the contract is a lot of you go over there and be quiet write checks, I'm going to try to straighten this mess out. And I think that could happen for the Panthers. And if Raheem Morris, if, they are, if they're smart enough to grab a hold of him, Raheem can do that. I appreciate your time, Coach. There's so many other things I want to ask you, but we're out of time. Uh, I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you. All right. See you later. You got it. Steve Logan here on the Adam Gold Show. <laughs> your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists. Talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.